Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production, where people gather. Ladies and gentlemen, RPA is proud to present Aaron's Horror Show with Aaron Frail. Baby, it's time to ride the funk train. This is Funkmaster V with Wrestling with Ghosts and a SideParanormal.com. Babies, you're listening to Aaron's Horror Show. Welcome to Aaron's Horror Show Season 2, where we talk about some movies and read some fiction. If you want to go ahead and get a hold of the show, you can always contact me at Aaron's Horror Show on Facebook or Aaron Horror Show on Twitter or Aaron's Horror Show at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome to Aaron's Horror Show, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. All right, I want you to stop whatever you are doing right now and go watch Carnival Row on Amazon. I'm serious. It's that good. All right, I'll wait. Do, 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 do. Okay, <laughs> you, you know, you could pause. I don't really need to sing a song there. But no, seriously, Carnival Row is actually some of the best TV I've seen in a very long time. I know I usually watch stuff so you don't have to it seems like i'm having some like really good recommendations lately i did i zombie now carnival row there are some good movies i watched this summer like like i gotta find something bad but you know apparently there's just a lot of good stuff out there uh, carnival row is a really exceptional series i really really liked it i i kind of you know I, I i'm i can't wait until season two comes around we'll we'll see how it does but i'm i'm putting it up there with one of the like best series of television I've seen in a very long time. So it's really good. I mean, uh, one thing I really enjoyed about Carnival Row, and, and spoilers, by the way, so I'm going to be talking about, you know, the first season here. And, and uh, uh, you know, you know how much I love Stranger Things. It's right up there with Stranger Things as just far, far as how good it is. Uh, so, you know, by now, if you are a long-time listener, you probably know what my tastes are, and you, you probably know if uh, <laughs> you're going to like something as much as I do. Uh, you know, if you if everything that I've really loved, you're like, yeah, that was all right, Aaron. <laughs> you know, you'll probably think this is all right. But if you, you know, loved everything that I've really loved, then you're going to love this. So uh, one thing I, I really liked about Carnival Row is that uh, it was really well thought out. It was like Harry Potter well thought out, you know, in the sense that that Harry Potter is this very vivid world that's completely thought out from beginning to end where you have, you know, it feels like it's, it's real, uh, Carnival Row, the same thing. Like, even though it's completely, uh, a, a fantasy, it's still really, really well done. And so, uh, the, the kind of basic premise of Carnival Row is that, uh, you know, fey folk, you know, like pixies and centaurs and, and uh uh satyrs uh you know the little guys with the goat feet and the the horns on their head uh all those are real so they they have all these like mythical creatures are real but they kind of live in 
<clears throat> the slums of this place called the Burg, which is actually a sort of Victorian era London. It's kind of the Charles Dickens kind of industrial age where there's definitely like like guns and factories and and all that kind of stuff, but it's still right early on in, in that industrial age where people are still using gas lamps and, uh, you know, uh, uh, electricity is all the big rage and, and, and the new invention, you know, like the light bulb, whoa, that's cool stuff in, in, in this universe. But, uh, yeah, so the idea is that all that stuff is real and, and uh, there is just a country where all the mythical beings lived and, and, and the, you know that that country got invaded by different kind of European-like powers. They don't, you know, the Berg is, I say, London or or like London. It's like, it's like you know, England, but it's not. It's called the Berg. Like, so every, every country in this uh, world is, is completely fictional, but I'm sure there's an analog. Like, there's a, a country that the Berg is fighting called the Pact, and I don't know what the analog is yet because they haven't really went into the pact all that much in the series. They're there. There's a few characters that are of the pact, and I'm guessing it's Russia, like, <clears throat> or or maybe somewhere Eastern European. Uh, not really sure where the pact is kind of the analog to, but it's 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 going to be something, you know. Uh, but uh, anyways, the the pact and the Berg find this country with all the, where all the pixies live and, and all that kind of stuff. And they go to war over the, the riches and the treasure there. And, and, you know, the fey folk just kind of get caught up in the war and turns out the fey folk align themselves with the, the Berg. And, uh, and eventually it, it, you know, the actual series carnival row is set seven years after the war's over. So the, the pact won the war. they, you know, anyone who's left in that country where the 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 folk originate, they uh, they they're sort of hunted down as, as slaves, and you know, stuff like that. Like you know, in in the opening scene, they have all these pixies running through the forest, and you're like, why are they running? And then <clears throat> you realize there's this like net that they built in the treetops where there's a bunch of dead pixies on. So it's like some some way that prevents them from flying to escape so they're all running from packed soldiers that are just like gunning them down left and right and one of the main characters saves this person from like a werewolf and and then right as the she saves the person the person like the head explodes when <laughs> like another soldier shoots her. so it's pretty violent and kind of brutal but uh you know not not exactly watch with your uh, five-year-old kid kind of viewing material definitely an adult series uh but uh, it's it's so so it's 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 really but it's really good. So it kind of features uh, how the lives of all these people are intertwined. So Orlando Bloom plays this inspector for the police force that uh, seems to have a soft spot for the Fey folk. So the Fey folk live in the burg, but they live in a place called Carnival Row. Uh, obviously, Carnival Row because they all look like carnival freaks to the normal uh humans and and uh you know the humans are kind of the oppressors in this in this context uh you know it's a a whole big metaphor for racism and stuff like that and then in this case the humans are all you know kind of banded together in their their you know dislike of the of the fey folk and 
there's a lot of ties to, of course, our what's going on right now in our political system. You know, you get a whole sense of there's these parties that are against these new immigrants that have come in that are kind of refugees, you know, from the war. And, and uh, there's a whole, yeah, there's a whole lot of stuff going on. But anyways, uh, the police are really generally not friends of the fey folk uh in this series like you know they're always asking for permits or or shutting down places just because they feel like it and orlando bloom is a member of the police force but it seems like he has a soft spot for fey folk and uh he goes in and and kind of like like will stop his comrades from from being mean to the the fey folk and then also He's like the only one that will investigate a murder of the Fae Folk and eventually it gets to the point where there's some like Cthulhu-like beast that's living under the city uh, and this Cthulhu beast is like killing normal like humans and, and uh, Fae Folk alike and in the beginning the, the humans, the police just kind of ignore the murders because it's only happening to Fae Folk but then it happens to like a school headmaster and then uh you know uh, the the doctor for the police force and so once it starts affecting the humans then they start caring about the murder so it's kind of it, it, it you know that's what i mean by that like there's a whole racism metaphor it's kind of interesting that they didn't care when it was uh <laughs> you know not humans that were dying and orlando bloom seemed to be the only person that cared but then when it was humans that started dying then they start caring you know uh you know, and, and that has that. And then there's another character who is, uh, you know, someone Orlando Bloom falls in love with in the war. Uh, so they do a flashback scene to the war where he meets Pixie and they get it on and it's Amazon. So, you know, it's full on, full on nudity getting it on. So, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, they're, they, uh, you know, I think Amazon and Netflix have like a a, a genitalia quota that they just have to do you know i think it's like well how many boobs you got in this series you got any penises all right okay we'll book it you know so uh like like that's uh that's what i feel like 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 like, like they have to have a little quota for for being the fact that they're not on uh television they don't have any censorship so uh <laughs> So they they of course have a you know full on on sex scenes in in a lot of the different parts of the series and and anyways Orlando Bloom hooks up with this one pixie and and then you know in you you know you found out that he pretends that he's dead but for good reasons like he he's in the beginning you're wondering if he was just pretending he was dead because he just wanted to get it on with her and leave but then. You found out that he did it for a good reason and and you know you kind of empathize with them and you like you know that they're going to be the main lovers of the series but you know in the beginning she's like holding a knife to his throat because you know she thinks he lied to him about being dead and <laughs> and left her there in this really terrible place where her country is falling apart and her people are being brutalized and all this kind of stuff and you know so you but then eventually they 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 find out and and this is what I think it's really great about the series they find like she finds out the truth when they're both stuck in a prison cell so eventually the investigation of the murder kind of gets to this point where they start pinning it on Orlando Bloom and then she's also an unruly pixie because she uh <laughs> goes around uh you know causing trouble and 
she doesn't necessarily fit into human society and eventually she joins like the equivalent of the pixie mafia you know and and uh causes trouble and they eventually both end up in in prison and uh they find out they really do love each other but they're in these prison cells and probably one of them's going to end up dead and <laughs> you know uh but yeah, you know, there's other good actors in the series. There's a uh, the I, I forget the name of this actor, but he was in Mad Men. He was one of the the partners in Mad Men. He was also in uh, the Expanse. Uh, he was one of the the Belters that that was like the leader of the Belter Rebellion or something. Uh, he's also in this as sort of like the the statesman. Uh, but you know, they have they have different characters in the sense that they show what's happening on the political level and they have these two you know sons and daughters of the two major political party they kind of take a big role and then they have uh you know uh so they have kind of what's happening politically speaking and then they have of course the inspector character and and then they have you know the various policemen characters they have the one that more empathizes with orlando bloom and kind of tips him off that the police are going to try and you know kind of get him killed without a trial and uh and then they also have the the police officer who's really a big racist and and uh is the one that kind of wants to kill orlando bloom without a trial so they could wipe this whole mess behind them you know <laughs> uh and uh you know they have a uh, you know lots of lots of lots of different stuff that's happening there's a this this couple that is a you know a richer well-to-do couple but they run into money trouble and and then eventually this uh like uh satyr uh i forget what they're called in the series uh but you know the with the the, the goat legs and the horns like moves in next door and he he happens to be rich so he can afford a house in the rich area of town but of course since he's like a fey folk everyone's like oh my god there goes the neighborhood a fey folk moved in next door and and you know eventually this couple that's a little bit like racist towards him kind of eventually like the one who seemed to be the worst of it eventually falls in love with him and uh you know it has a bunch of interesting like like twists and turns and 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 there's not you know you 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 expect things out of characters, but then they surprise you. Like, characters that you think are bad become good. Ones that you think are good are really bad, you know. Uh, there's a really well-thought-out world. I mean, the world is what I really liked about it. I felt like this was a really incredibly believable world uh, that was just really well done. Like, you you really get into it, you know. And, and of course, there's also some some scary stuff, like this Cthulhu monster thing that just, like annihilates people and leaves like these little like bloody <laughs> masses of 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 entrails left uh and so yeah you got you got it has everything it has romance it has action it has horror it has you know <laughs> political intrigue uh, you know like like there's you know if you're not interested in one plot line there's probably other plot lines within the series that you're interested in so i really can't recommend it enough i mean i don't want to be too much revealing the spoilers and tell you how it ends but man it ends in such a big way that you just can't wait for the next season like like the way that it ends you're just like okay there's going to be a season two and it's going to be awesome so they really really stir the pot and really you know turn the screws very slowly but also keep you engaged uh really 
the, throughout the entire time. So yeah, go ahead and check out Carnival Row. It's on Amazon. It's an Amazon Prime original, and uh, it's only eight episodes. So you know, for my wife and I, who you know, I, I think I've already told you that binge watching for us is like watching two episodes in a night. We actually watched it over three nights. That's like binge watching. We stayed up late to a couple nights uh, <laughs> to watch like three episodes instead of two. So. That's how good it is. Uh, we lost sleep over this one. So, anyways, Carnival Row, check it out. And uh, thank you so much for uh, listening. And, uh, yeah, go and check out some of the other cool stuff we got here. We have RPA on, Monday, RPA on Mondays, where we have real listener stories. You got me on Tuesdays. And Terry's Mysterious Moments on Wednesdays. And don't forget the Sandman's a Lullaby that comes in intermittently with some cool interviews about dreams. And uh, also, don't forget all the the movies and or all the shows, all the TV shows that uh, come through on the feed, and you got it all. One podcast to subscribe to, and lots of stuff to listen to and watch. All right, well, thank you so much for listening, and have a good night. <laughs>